When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You can find us on the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. We are right there. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Join now by the man himself, Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA insider, host of Brian Windhorst and the Hoop Collective podcast. What's up, Wendy? Wendy. Wendy. You were at Mavs Suns uh, last night. What was your impression? Man, it doesn't get better than that in an NBA regular season game. I mean, Sunday afternoon, the weather in Dallas was amazing. The atmosphere was terrific. You got, you know, four superstars in their prime. Chris Paul, obviously, is a Hall of Famer. He's not quite there, but four superstars in their prime, throwing haymakers at one another. Um, It wasn't a banner day for defense. I don't think either of those teams is you know set up right now to win the championship. I think they both need some help, but it's incredibly entertaining basketball to watch. And but there were two things that that stuck out to me. One, the incredible emotion between Luka Doncic and Devin Booker, which only furthers what's now has to be considered a budding rivalry, going chest to chest twice in the final ten seconds, and then after the game, Booker and Luka both continuing it, running their mouths a little bit. And then the complete lack of emotion from Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. If you didn't know any better, if you just kind of wandered in and like were a college fan, didn't know anything about the NBA, and I was trying to tell you that there was this enormous breakup that changed the landscape of the NBA, rocked both teams because those two guys uh, played together for four years, you you wouldn't believe me. They didn't even look at each other. There were times where they'd walk past each other, like during timeout situations, not like in the middle of the game when they're competing, where they wouldn't even turn their heads. And then I, I couldn't help but laugh after the game was over because um, Markeith Morris, who had been Durant's teammate in Brooklyn for a few months, <laughs> uh, came over and Durant gave him a hug, you know, patted him on the chest. Uh, he didn't even look in Kyrie's direction. So I think we got our answer there about just where that relationship is and how it ended in Brooklyn. Well, Wendy, KD said that on his podcast on Etceteras where he said, you know, him and Kyrie haven't really spoken yet. Uh, you could tell there's an awkwardness there. But uh, to me, the, the most interesting thing that I heard you say there is you think neither team is set up to win a championship. All everybody is talking well, about. Well, maybe I went a little too far. Okay. Yeah, are, 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 are you are you coming back? Is that Phoenix? Are you, are they set up to win a championship? Okay, so I mean, I don't want to play with words. They they it's possible that they could. I don't think that they have the perfect mix just yet. Um, uh, I don't want to get the words you know taken out of context. But when I watch them play in yesterday's game, one of the things that's completely stood out to me is that Dallas's strategy, and I have to to expect that this is a strategy we're going to see over and over, they collapse the paint to to try to defend the drives from Durant and Booker and also defend DeAndre Ayton. Their defensive strategy was aimed at trying to stop DeAndre Ayton. So they rolled out the red carpet and they said, Chris Paul, we don't think you can shoot. 
uh, or at least we don't think out of all the other options, we would like the ball to be in your hands. And the ball repeatedly ended up in Chris Paul's hands or whoever the fifth man on the floor was. And Monty Williams, it took a long time to find who that fifth man was going to be. He had Josh Okoji to start. He went 0 of 8 on three-pointers. Seven of those eight three-pointers, he was wide open in the corner because his man, which is often Luka Doncic, the weakest defender on the Mavericks, just ignored him. He just stood in the lane and said, go ahead and shoot it. And then they, you know, they put out um, uh, uh, Torrey Craig. He goes one of four on threes. So they're, they're at one of 12 on threes, and they're behind in the, in the second half. And finally he goes to Ish Wainwright, who was, a, who was a two-way guy up until 10 days ago, and he bails them out. He hits four threes. Chris Paul hits a couple of threes. But the Phoenix Suns, when you play them, teams are going to leave Chris Paul. Chris Paul is having one of the worst shooting seasons of his career. He's having the lowest scoring season of his career. And so the big question for me, if you're the Suns and you're going to try to win four playoff series, is do you have enough defense and do you have enough with those other two guys on the court? Because Chris Paul able to burn another team. Can that whoever that fifth guy is burn another team enough to win games? And last night... It was by a razor-thin margin, razor-thin margin, and against a team that, frankly, isn't at the top of their game either in the Mavericks. Wendy, Anthony Davis dropped 39 down last night. Jay, be quiet. <laughs> and right now, realistically, where do you see the lebron list Lakers at? Wouldn't be a show, Wendy, unless we got a Lakers question. Key aren't <laughs> – yeah, key – Aren't you? I mean, if I was a Laker fan, I would be sad because this team is actually a, not a bad team. Like, they're missing two starters yesterday, Russell and LeBron. Uh, they're playing a team that's obviously got championship aspirations. That's another subject. And they're good enough with Anthony Davis at high power and Jared Vanderbilt's out there playing hard and they get six guys in double figures and Austin Reeves is contributing off the bench and, you know, like, it's a good team. It's, it's, like, it's like a legitimate NBA team. It's a team that, that could make some noise if they were in full power. But because this team was so poorly put together at the start, they're never going to get the chance to do it because their record is so is so damaged from the, from, the, from the construction from the offseason that I don't think they're going to be able to recover it. I, I do think they've got a fighting chance to get into that play-in, of course. They're right there anyway. Um, but I just don't know if we're going to see LeBron back in any sort of real form this year. And uh, it's, just, it's just one giant what-if if you look at the Lakers. Fair to mm. say, Wendy, that they're set up for next year considering the construction of the team, who might be available this is, it's not rocket science with LeBron. You've got to put shooters around him, get some perimeter defenders. You know, AD and LeBron together have not played a full season in a while, either one. But is it fair to say that heading into next year, depending on what happens in the offseason, they could be actual contenders? I mean, that's what I would think. I mean, first off, they've got a first round. All these picks they've traded, they've got their pick this year. So they can use that pick on a player. Maybe you could help them in the rotation. They are going to have to swap picks with the Hornets, but the Hornets are on the edge of the lottery themselves. So obviously if they get in the top four, it's an, it's an outright disaster. But even if they swap with New Orleans, they're going to have a pick in the top 15, 18 probably. So you either can use that pick on somebody who can help you, or you can trade it, which they love to do. And you know, the, but the big question, Max, that you're saying is, is do they bring these guys back? 
Because if they've got Kyrie Irving aspirations, they've got to say goodbye to Rui Hachimura. They've got to say goodbye to Malik Beasley. They've got to say goodbye to D'Angelo Russell. And they've got to potentially even make another trade to create the space. Do they want to hollow out their roster again to chase that? Some people would say, yes, you chase Kyrie Irving to put him next to LeBron and AD, and you worry about the rest later. That's going to be a fascinating question, whether Kyrie is interested in that or using them for leverage, or do you actually do that? Because you've got to make those decisions before you know what's going to necessarily happen with Kyrie. So it's going to be a, 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 a real thing, because I do think this Laker team, especially with, with using free agent money on another player and using their draft pick, they could be a real legitimate 8-9 deep team with LeBron and AD healthy next season. Wendy, I'm going to ask you about another California team since Jay has a problem with me talking about the Lakers and everybody on every airways <laughs> talking about one of the greatest sports franchises in the history of sport. Go up north to the Golden State Warriors. Can the Warriors still be a legitimate threat in the West? Man, this is like in, – in court, I would have to say yes because when their championship roster has played this year, and it's not been much, it's something like 300 minutes – it's the best lineup that we've seen in the NBA this year. Um, and I can't ignore that. Um, I also am looking at that record and seeing 7-24 and 24 on the road. 7-24. and 24. I mean, the only two teams that are worse on the road this year are the Houston Rockets and San Antonio Spurs, who are dead tankers, okay? So that's the, the, the company that they're keeping in that spot. You could then come back and say, well, you know, this Warriors team, that incarnation, has won like 27 consecutive series with at least one road win. And so big deal. Who cares? And like I'd have to say, I guess that's a good point. It's impossible for me to look at you with a straight face and say a team that is 7-24 and on the road can win four consecutive playoff series where they don't have home court advantage. Unless the veterans on the Warriors are saving it for the home crowd because they're pacing themselves throughout the season, right? Like that could be a legitimate explanation because you're right. It's hard to figure you can, it. You can make that bet with your money. <laughs> make that bet with your money. Hey, Wendy, before we go, we got about a minute and a half left. I just wanted to get your thoughts overall on John Morant and everything that's happened with him from the TikTok video to the incident at the Foot Locker uh, to the Indiana Pacers incident, even to the incident supposedly allegedly flashing a gun to a teenager at his house. Yeah, so I don't... I wasn't there for any of those, so I can't completely understand everything that was going on. Here's what I do understand. The Vancouver Grizzlies were founded in 1995. They've since moved. They've been around for that long. They've never had a player like John Morant. John Morant's value to Memphis, value to the Grizzlies franchise, cannot be put in a number. They very well could go another 40 years and never see a player of this quality and this value to them. He has to understand that. I know he understands it because he got a $200 million contract for them. As soon as Nike moved off of Kyrie Irving as the signature shoe guy, who was a big business, they said, we want it to be you, Ja. You got 200 players in the league who think that they should have their own shoe line. Ja's got one. The day this most recent thing basically came out, he was named as the face of the, of the Powerade brand, who hadn't even been using NBA players for like a decade. Okay, There is 
an immense amount invested in John Morant because he is such a special player. And all of that is on the line. And so he obviously didn't get this good without making some good decisions. So when you see that, he has got to start to make good decisions. If David Stern was still the commissioner, because I've heard players talk about getting called into David Stern and David Stern basically presenting this exact thing. I remember Carmelo Anthony telling this story after he got suspended 15 games for getting into a fight where he said David Stern sat him down and said, you've got this way or this way. You're either with us or against us. Make a choice. And that's where John Morant is. And he has so much going for him and so much to like. There's only one choice. And so I am hoping that that is the choice that Ja goes. And, and uh, I know that that's definitely what Memphis is really hoping for, too. Brian Windhorst, ladies and gentlemen, he joins us to give the Monday morning roundup. The Monday morning roundup is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Thanks, Wendy. As right, always. Wendy. Take care, guys. He says uh, I can make that bet with my money. I don't know. You know what? Something I might do. Not. I'm not a betting man, but if I, you know, I, I the am. Warriors are alive if they're healthy. Are, are, are we being too rough or not tough enough on John ja Morant? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. John Morant is a young man who has all the talent in the world, but he needs to be held accountable for his actions. We as a basketball community have to put our arms around him to help him get out of his own way. Because for me, this is just immature behavior that is not even who he is. It's who he is right now, but it's not who he's going to become. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Are we being too tough on John Morant or not tough enough? Did we get it? Just Goldilocks, just right. This one's just right. See, I think some people would say, Jay, you're not being tough enough. Maybe, Key, you're being too tough. I think I got it just right. I think, I think that, that he is crying out for help, whether he, or not he realizes it, that when you, when you have an unforced error like, po- error, like posting something like this to social media – not really in the commission of a crime, just like brandishing a weapon. It, you're not hurting anybody at that moment. That's a way to get yourself in trouble, just into just enough trouble to make yourself get straightened out. But 
Jay, you refer to Jalen Rose's message to everyone about John Morant, how he was John Morant at a young age and, and, and someone needs to help him. And Key, you refer to the kind of responsibility that Ja has. Like, you know, he's got a, maybe a half billion in front of him. He could be the face of the league and he's going to blow it over some dumb young stuff, right? That's not even really where he's from or what he ought to be about. People want to – do you think, guys, that's a fair summation of what's happened so far? Yeah. On this show? Okay, because people want to talk about a key. You agree? You sign off on that, that uh, review or no? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, eight, I'm, not, I'm, I'm just listening to you, baby. 888-SAY – I just don't want to mischaracterize what you said. 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. Sean in D.C. You're on with KJM. <laughs> what's, so, what's going on, fellas? Yeah, what's going on, fellas? Yeah. I, I look at it like this, man. I got a I got a 22 year old son, and I live in, I, born, I was raised and born in the heart of DC in the bad baddest times of times. It's an everyday process that I go through with my son to let him know that I put him in a situation that I never want him to go through what I went through, or go or in the streets like I was. So with me, it's all about who John Morant put around him, but more so, it's more so said on his father that, yeah, John Morant may became the breadwinner when he was drafted to the NBA number two. And that puts a lot of weight on a young fella. But you still have to be his father. I don't care how much money my son makes, I'm still going to be his father. I'm not his friend. I'm your father. When you're doing something wrong, I don't care what you got in your bank account. I'm going to correct you. When I see you doing something wrong, that's what his father needs to do to him. He's not doing that. I'm, I'm watching John Moran from a 70-inch TV, so I don't know from a can of paint. I can only tell him what I know from my my son, my soul, living in the city of D.C. every day and day out. He's not with me, so, but it's an everyday process that I let him know. So, Sean, I, I respect your call, man, and, and I, I love that. I'm not saying it pertains to John Morant and T. Morant, but I, I do just want to give you guys insight real quick because it, it kind of it happens to a lot of young people when they come into a lot of money. Roles become reversed, and I'm not saying it's right. Because I agree with what Sean said about when we talked about that earlier about T and and being there for him. That's why I asked that question to begin the day about you know I wonder what the process is for T Morant to help Ja through these times. But key one of the things I don't think people understand is that you know your parents are there for you or your mom come from a single parenting background whatever the situation is are there for you most of your life. And then when you get drafted, all of a sudden when you become the breadwinner, the millionaire, there's a tendency sometimes maybe to not listen to those same people because now you're providing for them. Like they no longer provide for you, you're providing for them. So there could be a role reversal, and I see it a lot of times with my friends. Like my parents used to tell me that, but now I'm gonna tell my parents what time it is. I'm not saying it precludes to this situation, but it happens. You know what I mean? No, it's true. They'll separate you from your people if you allow them to. Quick, there's no question about it. There's a they'll put a divide between you and your folks. They've been doing that for years. That ain't nothing new. What what has to happen though is from the outset, from the beginning. The people, and I'll say it to our turn, blue in the face. The people that you put yourself around, whether it's your good buddies, your childhood friends, your cousins, whoever's in that circle, they've got to see that that is probably not going to work out good for him at the end of the day. Then they've got to tell the parents. And the parents have got to tell him and sit him down and say to him, which I don't know if he did or he didn't. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know their relationship. I'm just assuming that there's probably not a lot of communication on behavior based on seeing his dad at games and kind of acting as if he's part of the entourage or part of the crew. You know, when I look at that from afar, 
I have to be judgmental when I look at that and go to myself. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, man. That's the father acting that way? So yeah, that's that's a real thing. He, people yeah, are now looking it. at T. Ex- excuse Moran. me? That's a real thing you're talking about. People I, are absolutely. now looking at T. Moran. Absolutely. People, people been, I don't know people him. People have been yeah. looking at T. But I don't know him, though, Jay. I'm just saying based on looking at it from afar – and I'm saying to myself, wait a minute, that's the daddy acting like that? Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. That, that ain't, that ain't, that's not supposed to go down like that. He's supposed to put him in the choco and let him know, say, man, you got about a billion dollars that we getting ready to get of these people's money, and you're the face of this organization, in the face of the kids in the community all over the world. We cannot do this. This is what we're getting ready to do. We're going to go get us some ex-FBI. We're going to get us some Navy SEALs. We're going to put them around us. And I always go back to that, Jay, because I grew up watching other star athletes do that. that. And actors and rappers and everybody else put themselves in a position where they won't have to worry about certain things, where they don't have to carry a gun. My guy who carries a gun, oh, he's licensed. He's legit. That's his profession. That's That's what he does for a living. He goes to the shooting range several times a week. So I'm okay. I don't need to be walking around doing that. A a lot of times, guys, my comment will be, and usually I get pushback on this, including from you guys, and I get it, when someone says does some real dumb stuff publicly or some really atrocious stuff publicly, a lot of times if it's racist and and publicly racist and proud of it, to me it's always like you've just brought shame on your family, on your name. You put shame on your name, and that to me reflects on the parents. It doesn't mean it's always the parenting. Sometimes it's something's wrong with the kid and the parents do. But I can't help it. I'm a human being, and, and you know, I, I, that's where my mind goes. So that's what people do naturally. If they see someone acting up and they see the parent is always there at the game, they start to look at the parent. What is going on? That's a real thing. Parent there at the game. Parent is in the mix yeah. right there all the time. And it's like, well, come on, man. But hopefully – this situation opens up a lot of eyes for a lot of people within his inner circle yeah. to give him the comfort that he is seeking or need or whatever the case may be to where he's not putting himself in situations like this. And you and I both, Jay, have been professional athletes. You know, you 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 was the number two pick of the draft. Unfortunately, it didn't go the way you wanted to because you made you made a mistake early in your career that you wouldn't make now as an adult. OK, as a, as a grown, fully grown adult, I made mistakes early in my careers or early in high school or early in junior high that I certainly wouldn't mis- make that same mistake as adults. But along the way, I also had people around me that made sure that I wasn't going to make those mistakes because they made sure that I had the right people in my inner circle that wasn't just sitting there. Yeah, yeah, key man. Oh, let's just do this. They, you good. No, man, uh-uh, no. You can't have those. You can't have yes, man. Yes, man ain't going to help you. Are we being too tough on Ja or not tough enough? Or what do you think? 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. We're on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. So, I, you know, I don't want to oversimplify things, but there are at least two camps as it relates to John Morant. One... Man, as soon as people, someone says, oh, I need to get help, blah, blah, blah. It's a cop-out. You need to be accountable for your behavior. <laughs> Two is he needs help, right? And then there are other, you know, points of view also somewhere in between. Why is it when you go to a place that like, you want to offer somebody help, it's like, oh, you're not holding him accountable? Like, why, why does it automatically jump to that? Like, and yeah, the you question can't, is – You can't want to – see somebody become successful and not make mistakes. Those two things are not mutually exclusive either. You can't live that life, can you? The, the, you can be accountable and get help, and there can be consequences for your behavior, and you can get help. And by the way, what is the actual behavior? There have been police reports. He has not been charged with any crimes. And here, he brandished a gun. We don't know if he has a license for it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But surely it is not the image that the NBA, or one would presume the Memphis Grizzlies want, Dave in Tampa, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Yeah, guys, thanks for taking my calls, man. Hi, Key. Yo. Well, when I was in the military back in 77, I had a, I, you know, of course, you're 21 years old, you're full, but you know what, you think you're all that, this, and other. But when I was in the military, my, one of my, my, my best friends said, this is so true today, he said, Dave, you hang around with people with positive attitudes, you'll get positive results. And that's that's in a nutshell. If you think about it, I mean, if he, if he was surrounded with positive people, he wouldn't be in the position he is in right now. Well, that's that's that's, that's true. I've often, oftentimes, have told my kids, you only hang around the people going in the same direction you're going. That's that's that is true. My mother told me that years ago, as I got out of my little trouble as a teenager and the problems that I had as an adolescent. It's, only hanging around the people going in the direction that you going in. Other than that, doesn't mean you can't. You that doesn't exactly mean you can't help the people you grew up with or are around yeah. or yeah. want. Yeah. You know, LeBron yeah. does it, but he doesn't give handouts. He, you have to sh- prove your worth. Absolutely. Like, like Jalen Rose said, and, and he said it to me before. Four different types of people. When you become somebody, and come into your life. They either add, subtract, multiply, or divide. Mm-hmm. But you got to start looking at the people you hang around. Through those lenses, are you adding? Are you bringing value to my life? Are you subtracting to my life? Are you multiplying things, making things better? Or are you dividing? Like, which one is it? You have to make decisions. That no way. square roots. No square roots. <laughs> no ex. No raising to exponents. No. Hmm. I always told my friends, you know, and I'm still really close with all of my boys that I kind of raised up and grew up with, except one or two of them. But I always tell them, say, man, look, man, we eat lobster and steak. 
I'm not going back to bologna and cheese. I'm sorry. It's just but not going to happen. Bologna and cheese. Yeah, I'm going to have us. Yeah, I'm going to say Y'all not going to have us eating bologna and cheese. I'm eating lobsters and steak. It's not just pertaining to John Morant, but you know, fame is a hell of a drug, man. I, and I, and I, I, I see people do dumb things on social media for fame. Yeah. Like dumb things on yeah. social. And by the way, get rewarded and applauded for likes. So, like, there is a common denominator of an issue here that I keep trying to draw that correlation, Max, about, like, you know, hip-hop and the scene in Memphis and social media and look at me and there's no repercussions. But, like, our society is built that way. You're Regardless right. Regardless we want to be introspective and look at and, it. And actually, those, the people who are doing that for likes, really what that's about, David Mamet, the famous playwright, talked about this, about, like, actors. Really, we're just trying to get out of working for a living. Like, since, since, you know, the dawn of time, people who could tell stories well, right, people who could entertain, got out of carrying the firewood, right, got out of working. And a lot of people want, you have to do outrageous stuff online, whatever, to get out of working. Like, I've gotten out, we, we've gotten out of working this far in our lives, at least in this capacity. But an athlete, as you guys were, as John Morant is, hasn't gotten out of working. He's had to work harder than anybody else to get to where he is in the most competitive field in the world, right? So you don't need all that extra stuff. Like the stuff he's doing is the stuff that people who can't achieve do to compensate for the fact that they can't achieve. But he's an achiever, and he's hustling backwards, as they say. Nathan in Florida, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Uh, Hi, guys. Uh, First off, I have ties to both. Uh, Chicago and Tampa, so I've been um, paying attention to you guys for a while. And Max, since uh, I remember you on uh, on Sports Nation with Wiley, so just had to get that out of the way as a first time caller. Thanks for having me on. But um, I just want to say I really appreciate um, Key's point of view on this. And if I'm being on and and uh, someone like Michael Wolbon, I think from uh, from Countdown, but because there's a very there's a very realness to this situation, right? Where um, like he was saying, if you're really from that lifestyle, like once you once you get a a taste of what like life is really supposed to be, and and, the, and get away from that toxicity, um, you just you want to get away from it. And you know, say if you were to, and, and honestly, like uh, I think you're you're bringing up the subject of help. You know, does he need help to be be accountable? I definitely think it's both. And uh, if, I mean, Nazi, you know, make too light of the situation, but. Y'all remember the show uh, Beyond Scared Straight? Oh yeah, y'all remember that show? Yeah, me and yeah, Max like, do. I mean, sure. if I'm being honest, like he, he needs like some of that. Like if, if I'm being honest, like he's not you know he's not a kid. He, there were kids on that show, like 12, 14, 16 year old kids who got in got into real trouble. You know, running with the law, and before they you know they're on a path right, and people stepped in and said, you know what? No, this is not this is not what you want to be. It, it, and like like he was saying before, like. We know how the story ends, right? Like, we've seen this thing before, so it's not a mystery as far as like what it can go to. So, I mean, I honestly think he just he needs to sit down and watch some. You uh, Nathan believes that Nathan believes that that John Morant needs to be scared straight. Sharon in Massachusetts, you're on with KJ and ESPN Radio. Good morning. How are you guys? Good morning, Sharon. Sharon. Um, I've been getting, I'm retired, and I've been getting up every morning at 6 o'clock to listen to you three. I think you guys are really small. Um, John, Jay Moran, I'm going to speak to you first as a woman, black woman, sports fan, and a clinical therapist. John Moran, what is, what is the NBA 
Plays Association doing for these young men. I cannot believe that they did not see this coming or see things. You said he needs help. How about let's use the word support. You talk about his father, his family. I understand this. But this young man also has to be accountable for his own behaviors, whatever it is. Sometimes we make excuses. I don't think we're being too hard on him at all. Maybe this is what he needs to hear things like this. Sharon, thank you. Listen, guys, that Sharon makes a good point that you can, you can, those two ideas are not mutually exclusive. One, that John needs to be responsible for his behavior and needs to be held accountable for things that he has done. And two, uh, that he needs help and that people can also support, support him. Both things can be true. People really want to talk. This John Morant thing took over the show. 888-SAY-ESPN. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn. Jay Will and Max. John ja Morant's value to Memphis, value to the Grizzlies franchise, cannot be put in a number. There is an immense amount invested in John ja Morant because he is such a special player. And all of that is on the line. He has got to start to make good decisions. Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. The topic of the day, we've talked some NFL quarterback. So, you know, stuff, Daniel Jones, and of course, Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr, a little bit of Aaron Rodgers, talked some AD and KD and, and, and Suns Mavs last night, Knicks winning streak, all this, what's, what's up with the Lakers next year, but John Morant is what is on people's minds. Elvis in Boston, you're on mm-hmm. KJM. Mm-hmm. Hey, fellas, how you doing? How you doing today, man? Um, Keyshawn and, and Jay, man, I just want to speak on Ja real quick. Um, I'm a T12 paraplegic, and I spoke on that before. And um, I went to prison for 10 years, federal prison. I shot in 08 to 10. Uh, federal indictment comes 2011. I'm in federal prison for 10 years. 2021, I get out, and, you know, I changed my life. I'm a youth sports coach up here in Boston full time. I work for Al Horfordson. So, you know, it's all about people in your corner. I had a bunch of people in my corner back then, and there's two things happening. And I'm going to tell you who said it, Shannon Sharp. And you know he had a problem 
with John Moran. So he knows. He didn't speak too much on it, but what he said was two things happening. One, he's not listening to the things that are being said in his corner, the right thing. Or two, right, he is basically ignoring the good things that are saying, or excuse me, uh, the second thing, he's not uh, being told the right things in his corner. So he's doing one of the two things, not being told the right things in his corner or not listening to the good things that are being said. So I don't know how to put it, but what I do say is this is a learning experience for him. He's in Memphis. Y'all got to understand Memphis is a different animal. Um, so, like, you know, you're around him all day, and, you know, he lives there. I just think that he needs to basically uh, – this and the dad. And another thing I want to say, Keyshawn, Jay, and, and Matt, one more thing. We need to stop saying mostly it's uh, 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 his dad's fault. Because what if it is his dad saying everything right in this corner? And like you just said, he's uh, jaw got the money now, and now he ain't listening. You know what I'm saying? And then and what are you supposed to do? We slandering his dad now, and his dad and walked his hand all the way up to this far. You know what I'm saying? So what y'all going to say now? Oh, he's doing all the bad things with his dad. The dad's in the bad corner? Nah, it don't work like that. That man been walking his dog with his son since he was a baby, man. So now he's doing wrong stuff at adolescence. My son's 17 going into the Air Force, and he was going the wrong route. I got him up here. He lives with me full time. There's a lot of things my son do that I don't accept. And everybody, my mom's calling, my dad's calling. Why are you letting your son? I ain't let him get no tattoo at 17 years old. He went and got it on his own. But how can I tell my son not to get no tattoo in my whole body for a tattoo? Answer that one. So I, yeah, I can't, say, I can't tell a, I can't tell a man what to do with his son because I don't know what T is doing with him. But I know from what I see from afar, when the dad is in the mix every single time something is going on, it makes me raise my eyebrows as to say, well, wait a minute, is he is he in this with him? Is he like what is he doing? Yes, yeah, he's fostering at, the environment that's with, leading to this behavior. What, right. what is he doing? I can't, I can't tell a man what to do with his son, nor, nor do I claim to think that I know anything about his father and what he's doing with his son. I just see it from a guy looking from a distance, and I'm watching the interactions and some of the moves that they be making. It makes me go, well, okay, well, maybe he's in the middle of it. And I don't if know. It's not, if it's not, listen... It, when you surround yourself, this last caller brought up Memphis, it's a different animal, all this stuff. If you surround yourself with a certain element, then certain behavior seems normal to you, right? Man, if, it's, if, man, it's, if it's all look, around you, it feels like, oh, this is what's done. And you're talking about Max. a young person with a lot of power. When you're that rich and famous and everything, you're powerful. And if what's around you is this kind of stuff, then you start thinking, oh, this is okay. Max, I was born and raised in South Central L.A. Sure. At a time, at a height. Okay, when South Central L.A. was two Bronxes, four Brooklyns, the worst place in New Jersey, Memphis, and every other city in America that's bad rolled up into one. It don't mean that you got to succumb to your environment. No, so no of course I, not. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course not. It doesn't, it doesn't on, mean necessarily because there are lots of people who are from a certain environment that don't do that, right? But, but exactly. we're talking about what are the influences that, that is leading play basketball, to this behavior. Man. He played basketball. Hopefully he lived behind some gates. You don't have to. You don't have you, you to. Receive, you you don't have to come and deal with that. Yeah. Huh? You ever see Malibu's most wanted? Yeah. It, it's like there's an element of that, right? Where it's like, yo, that's, that's not you. I was watching that. That's not I was watching you, that a couple of weeks ago. You know what for I mean? Some weird reason. <laughs> traffic, traffic. Looking for my chapstick. There's a Ford Maverick. That's not you. Youssef in Ohio. You're on with KJM ESPN Radio. Hey, how you doing? Glad to be on the show. What's up, baby? What's up, Youssef? Uh, my comment on this is this. I don't think that when they say, are we being tough on them, I don't think they're being tough enough. 
Because the reason that reason I, reason I say that is this. Because right now, Jod's drunk. They say a drunk man don't tell no lies. He's drunk off of power right now. Mm. So he got all of this power. He got all of this money. And so his ego is so involved mm. that he has to prove something to people. But just like Keyshawn said, he don't live in that environment. Environment. He's in the, probably his house is not on ML King. He's not living in a hood. He's not living next to a crack house. He's not living next to a liquor store. So there's no need for none of that. So and second thing, second point I have to make is this: he has to ask himself, what side is he going to represent? LeBron James is, is representing a particular side of positivity. Uh, Kevin Durant is representing a side of positivity. If he's going out and promoting that, and just like Jay Will said, he sees people on Instagram that gets paid for doing stupid stuff. So these people are giving these people money. And don't think for a second they didn't already know who John Morant is or how his character was. So these people know who they're giving the money to. The the NBA knows who they're giving the money to. And, And last thing I had to say about that is I was so proud when the NBA stood so firmly behind Black Lives Matter, right? Now, black lives can't just matter when it has to deal with police brutality. It has to it has to matter amongst each other. We cannot stand together as a nation until we learn how to stand together amongst ourselves. And that's that's well, all Yusef, I have to say. Yusef, you just said Yusef just said a lot, including Jaws drunk with power and certain things are being, you know, his ego is a little out of control and you know that's that's what I ref- that's what I mean, Key. When I'm, you know, he's young. His decision making process is not what it's going to be ten, twenty years from now. And he has a ton of power. And then, so then you start to look. Why is it going this way? Well, look at what's around him. So some people look at the father. Some people look at the town. It's caught up, man. Yeah, he's caught up. Like I, 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 I try in, to tell people, it's some like, young, you know, stupid you know, stuff. When, when you're yeah. 21, 22, somebody says, "Yo, here's millions of dollars," and by the way, you're plastered everywhere. Like it, 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 it takes a while to get used to that lifestyle to make rational decisions. Yeah. When I started working, first thing professionally, I, I I'm just had a Lexus. I put gold it, rims on it. And everybody has different like, processing time timelines. You know, like yeah. Key's processing timeline is very different than other people's. Like it's it's different. Right. Yeah. It, it it is. But but again, I go back to if you got the right people around you, though, Jay. In in this situation like this. They they're going to protect you at a certain level because they're gonna protect themselves. Okay, they gotta eat and they eating off you, so they gonna make sure to put their hands around you and protect you. I was gonna say one last thing before go. Every some of these people to break. (laughs) Some of these guys have elite abilities at one aspect of their life. Doesn't mean that they don't have holes in the other. Like not everybody comes in the league being well prepared to become somebody. They're there because they have a skill set that is better than other people's. Is Derek Carr the best option for the Jets? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. 
Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.